Hello, Mother yes. Funkers. Hello, Shirley. Hello, Shirley. What are you spending your money on at the moment? What am I spending my money on? Good question. I've got lots and lots of money. What am I spending it's quite. on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did make a, a couple of obscene purchases lately. I just have. I know I have. And my, 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 I've just gone blank. I'm quite nervous. Clothes? I know there's... Oh, please. Oh, yes, I did, actually. I did. Um, a pair of uh, sort of pale pink corduroys that sort of tight waist high waisted and sort of balloon and then taper in from where um, from where uh it's um it's an old um burberry designer she set up her own store in uk Hackney. or you're being taxed through the nose oh, no, hopefully no, no. taxed through I the nose only... stop it thank you for kindness but no i only do uk now okay and where are you going in these high-waisted pink corduroys and going into the living room, and from the living room, I'll go into the kitchen. And then you'll end up in a Costa del bathroom. Listen, I think it's great. You have to, you really do have to, you know, you have to, you have to be positive, and you have to keep buying things that bring you pleasure. But actually, it's a lot of um, lot of home improvements, and I do believe you're doing the same. I'm looking. I'm s- looking into home improvements. I haven't spent mm. any money yet, but as soon as you start looking, as soon as you see the cracks, the cracks keep appearing, don't they? Oh, these old properties, good money after bad. Oh, stop it. People are going absolutely crazy about this cartoon cat. Have you seen or heard? Well, I put a, I was the, one of the first people to post it when there was only a few views on Twitter. But because I'm so cack-handed with technology... I didn't see it on our Twitter account. I uh, saw no, it on no, every single... I mean, it was on yeah. the... You know. So for those of you who don't know, but obviously you do, especially because we're a couple of days behind... Um, a white fluffy kitten came up on Zoom as a lawyer turns on his Zoom filter. His well, child had been on it. And so by mistake, you know, the judge was, you know, the actual image was a white fluffy kitten. And he kept saying, he's not a cat. Anyway, it made everyone laugh. The nation's gone mad. The world's gone mad because he was in America, wasn't he? Texas. Well, well they were, the, the thing is that, you know, they were dealing with something like the 252nd Amendment. They were old boys, yeah. you know, from one of those. So they were all very serious. And so when the old aging lawyer came on and he was just a cat, and his big eyes just flashing like that. It was just very funny. Yeah, it's funny. Woman, People I it. I don't know why you find these things funny. I said, it's because if, if they were young bucks doing it, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. It's because they're old, stuffy men. And the other two men just weren't finding it funny. He goes, well, well, if you don't mind, I'd like to proceed. I just want to assure you I'm not a cat. And he goes, no, we, we know you're not a cat, but if you could change your filter. And it, it's just... It's funny. One, but it's the, uh, there's something else went um, viral as well, and I'm not going to know the bloody details, although I sat through and watched all 20 minutes of it. Uh, this uh, sort of a church meeting. Did okay. you hear about no. it? Yeah, they all started swearing. And you just think, gosh, this sort of stuff is going viral. What have we become? Well, of course. What have we become? We've got we need nothing some else light to do. through the darkness, don't we? Oh, dear. A French nun who is Europe's oldest person, survived COVID-19. Same old tosh. Reading the same headline, Shirley. It is amazing that, and I I wondered whether the secret to her age, um, her her long age, was... Because because she was a nun. A, because she had the Lord. B, because more importantly, she didn't have children or indeed married or partnered up. Because that ages you. I don't think marriage necessarily ages you. I think children, children. definitely age you. Yeah, there's, so I think, there's no um, two ways. If you if you take two women, one who've had children, the other one who hasn't, the one who's had children, absolutely knackered. But listen, you'll say that you'll get other things. You know, there are pros and cons. I mean, she, she's desperate to check out and she wants to hang out. She wants to see her grandmother and her grandfather again. And I thought, I wonder what the story there is there with the parents. She didn't mention them. 
Anyway, reading the same headline, Shirley. Did you also read the fact that Suriname is on the list of re- the red list of countries that has to quarantine for 10 days and they gets has to pay £1,750 when they arrive? You must remind our listeners that you are half Surinamese. So Suriname is where my mother is from. She's half Chinese and half Surinamese. But basically, it's in South America. It's just above um, Brazil. It's literally touching the rainforest. Um, it's Dutch Guyana. Anyway, it's a shame. Did you have Did you have plans to go? I didn't. I didn't have I plans to go. But I just thought, gosh, out of all the countries, Suriname. But anyway, it's it's all it's all of South America, effectively, and parts of Africa. Yeah, I know. Well, I listen. I'm not going anywhere, am I? I mean, we've booked a, a pub in Norfolk, and I don't know that we'll be going there. Even though we're just we're, we're really amusing ourselves emailing to and from the Gunton Arms. Um, will you like a, a cot bed or a Z bed? Oh, I don't know. How about a cot bed? And we're just discussing things, even though this probably isn't going to happen. It's all a nonsense. The more you discuss, the less is going to happen. Yeah, I quite agree. <laughs> We finished P Valley. Don't you miss the storyline to one side because it's pretty bobbins, but the characters, don't you miss the characters? I thought it was good. I didn't realise that the playwright, Katori Hall, wrote Tina Turner. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. My my unwilling willing knew who she was. He know, He's familiar with all of her plays. So it's, it's you know, so originally it started as a play and you can yeah, see it. I knew, you I can knew see that. it as a play. And, um, it's, and it's, it was six years, six years re- of research she did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's mm. not for everyone. It's quite no, punchy. No, it's definitely not for everyone. No. But it's quite refreshing, isn't it? It's, it's a real different flavour. I suppose. Oh, I really I really did like it. I haven't... Um, I'm hearing recommendations. Our producer won't stop laughing, and it's not because she finds us funny. It's because she's thinking, what on earth are you two up to? Um, the Hookup Plan has come highly recommended. It's on Netflix. We watched for... Flea, no, we watched Flea it. Bag meets... No, terrible. May I? May I just finish? Fleabag meets I, uh, meets I Hate Susie in Paris. And over to you. No, no, no. All I'm saying is just watch one and then report back. We've watched four. So you just have to watch your one. I know you like to do a singleton, single file. Watch one and then we can report back. Okay. We'll leave that to one side. That's such a shame because I was looking forward to something Listen, it, what I like is it's easy. It's French. It's very it's very kitsch. It's very easy watching. But it's, it's, it's not worth it. It's no call my agent. It's definitely not. Talking of call my agent, I had a very good, uh, I had a phone call from a very lovely friend um, who lives in Brighton with her, with her willing partner. And um, they've got a daughter, a year younger than ours. Anyway, she was talking about call my agent because she listened to our podcast and she said that she'd wished that when she was growing up, the character, there were more role models like the Kimi Cotin character, you know, who plays Andrea. She's fab. Yeah. The lesbian agent she said there were, uh, she wishes there were more role models like that because all she had to look up to was Katie Lang and Tracy Chapman. And she said it would have really helped her come out earlier had there been sassy, fiery, funky... Miriam Margolis and um, Sandy Toxvic. That's, you know, that's who... Uh... Well, that's what I'm saying. But also yeah. they, Miriam Margolis and, Sa- and Sandy Toxvic only came Definitely. on our radar not that long ago, really. When we were growing up. I mean, sure, you know, I know she was played... Is Tracy Chapman out? I have no idea. I don't know the, the goss. I don't know. Well, I don't know if she's out. But she's, I wouldn't say she was in. But anyway, she's an icon, whatever. <laughs> you know, I definitely wouldn't show I didn't know that. I didn't know that, that's all. Tracy Chapman. I didn't know she was a gay icon. And a, yeah, yeah. And so anyway, she just said that she really, you know, she's obsessed with the Camille Cotin. And I understand it. Who isn't? She's getting a lot of press at the moment. She's the funky French sassy... 
woman. Do you know they've remade it? Did you tell me this? Or did I tell you this? It's like two old women. They've remade it in, in Turkey and they've made her a straight Turkey, character. Yeah. And they've made oh, her a straight character. Gutted. And Camille Cotin kept saying how silly that was as a sort of character choice. She was like, that's part of who she is. That's, you know, it's very much who she is. And they've changed that massive storyline, you know, which is a shame. Talking of Turkey, even, I mean, it's just by um, Uzbekistan, this guy, he's um, he married, he's a bodybuilder and he uh, was in the press lately because he's married his um, blow-up doll. Well, it's like a rubber doll. It's quite an impressive doll. She's quite hot, I won't lie. He's not bad, you know, but he's obsessed. He's just obsessed and he had a proper wedding and guests came and you can see the video. He married her and then, I don't know how this is bloody done in his country, but um, then, of course, he overloaded her and she broke. And so now what he has to... What do you mean he overloaded her? I don't like to think, but I can imagine. He overloaded her, she's broken, and so now he wants to... He's trying to marry many wives, because in his culture that's kind of acceptable. And, um, I mean, just this... You can follow his Instagram, it's just him and these dolls. And Shirley, he's this up is for them very the way disturbing he looks news. So, I know, I know, I know. He, overloaded, he overloaded her, and He's now a she... bodybuilder, what do you think? She's made of... Um, um, what's the um, latex silicon, silicon and resin? Yeah, uh, I don't know. The thing what is, I, I just think it's desperate times. That's all it is. He's obviously suffering in this pandemic, mentally, emotionally, and obviously physically, seemingly. So, and, but um, he's also moved over to. So he wants to take several dolls. He's not interested in humans. And the other thing he's been into are chickens. Oh, Shirley, so we should we stop it there? Should we stop it there? Okay. So we've just had it in from our producer that Tracy Chapman has never spoken about her sexual orientation. Okay, but we can... So is one making assumptions just because she's got a short back inside? I think we can take a stab in the dark. And whether or not she's actually a lady love or not, she's definitely an icon. Listen, it makes no difference it just, it to never me. I've, got loads, no, of, I've got loads of gay friends. Do you know... I've got um... loads of gay friends. Look at that, Shirley. My... my, my... <laughs> My comedy partner's gay. She's a gayer. Do you, do you know that um, when I went for my MRI last week or a couple of weeks ago, I don't know about time anymore, who cares? My winning partner gave me, because we were clearing through our CVs, gave me, she just picked the one off the top of the pile. She said, take this, and it was Tracy Chapman, her, her greatest hits. I don't know if there were any more albums than who you get. You mean she gave, she gave it to you as, to listen to during your MRI? Yes, although in the NHS they didn't offer me that service. As opposed to giving, to giving you the CD and go, remember me. We look similar. Whenever you think... <laughs> that's something something to remind you. Yeah, exactly. You have to be no, clear. it certainly wasn't that. And I actually thought, because actually, if you took any CD, there'd be something... Like, if I took Nirvana's Nevermind, there'd be something on that album that would make me feel anxious in that MRI Not scan. Not if you're you going know. through that tunnel. It's okay to eat fish, because they don't have any... Whatever. There's so many songs that I'd go, this is making me feel nervous. But go through all of Tracy Chapman's songs. They're all... Cool, They're so lovely. Good. There's one album which I think is my favourite, which is called Let It Rain. And it's a, one of her later albums. And every single song is a winner. It's quite a melancholy album because that's her style, but it's a really beautiful album. It's well, she was, she was struggling. Rain. Clearly, now we know she was struggling. She struggles. She continues to struggle. She continues to struggle. Um, talking of lady loves, we might as well. We started, <laughs> so we might as well finish. I've been watching Pretend It's a City on Netflix, which is Fran Lebowitz, a writer slash humorist. Um, she's being interviewed by Martin Scorsese and they talk about New York and New York City and the people of New York. And she is, 
fucking funny. She's really, really funny. She's 17. I'm going to check this bit yeah, out. She, 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 there was an article about her in The Observer. She's 70. She is very, very bright. And she just says it how it is. And she likes nice things. But she doesn't like money. So she said it's a problem for her. And basically she does public speaking. And so many people have so many questions. She has, you know, she fills lecture rooms and lecture theatres. And she knows so much about New York. And she is just very, very funny. Jewish, 70, a woman... And she is fantastic. Check her out. She gets 10 out of 10. Do you know that Princess Eugenie gave birth yesterday? I did she, to a boy one or a girl one? A boy one. And of course, they're hedging their bets as to will the name be after her grandfather, Archie, um, Arthur, or will it be James? Um, there doesn't seem to be anything else in the running. But more interesting than that, she gave birth at the Portland. Oh yeah, where where where, is, where she she was born apparently, and um, I was because I know we know some people who have had care at the Portland, but the sort of service they can offer if you've got the money is just amazing. Oh, yeah. So any so a maternity stay can be anything from like six thousand seven hundred to half a million, and um, obviously the more add-ons you get, the more expensive it gets. And you can have, you know, champagne, fine dining, um, but more, more, more sort of importantly, someone, as soon as your baby is born, um, there's a sort of army of nannies that work round the clock, will take away your baby and has a, this little electronic tag, so you know wherever it is in the hospital. And basically they only bring back the baby when it needs feeding. So you're there and you can have oysters, champagne. They say, we have everything. We have Dom Perignon. It is, you know, you know we often get, actually get Middle Eastern princesses giving birth here and celebrities and people with far too much money and uh the chief exec said it's basically like a holiday you know we do, we look after absolutely everything your experience will be second to none and you are just basically recouping and not even caring for your baby unless it needs feeding so that when you leave after two or three days you are ready for the challenges now that life. sounds lovely and those those offerings sound fantastic however the four people who i know who had the same baby since the same baby as me had a baby the same time as me went there and they had a horrific experience. Apart from obviously they left with champagne and they were allowed to go in there as soon as they were having contractions, which I think for me is a massive thing. If you can go in there and get care as soon as, they actually just said it wasn't it wasn't all that. And they paid through the nose. They pay, they charge you more if you have a C-section. And they so all they, did. So they they, they all actually did. said half of, um, half of their mothers have C-sections and there's actually a surgeon there known for doing a good scar and everyone asks for him. Can I have the one that does a really bad scar, please? No, we all want a good scar. We, we, no, we do, but my point is, when you actually have a baby, you for the first time ever, you really don't want someone else. You just want to go home, don't you? That's the thing. That is the truth of the situation. Whether you go private or whether you go to NHS. But I thought you always said that you wish you had a night stay. You didn't want to go straight home. Oh, babe, I wish I had a night stay, but I don't need a nanny taking my baby away. No, I don't need a nanny taking and my I don't, baby. I, I don't even know if I want oysters, to be honest with you. I just wanted a jacket potato. I just wanted some old they say soggy, the, um, soggy toast. I didn't want. I didn't need oysters. No, no, no. You're quite right. Um, NHS breakfast costs as much as ninety um, p. Well, I had their lunch and dinner for six nights, and I can tell you it was not much more than that for the um, for the lunch or the dinner. No, you're absolutely right, Shelley. That's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. But long and short of it is, I think I'll go NHS. If, if I ever go again, I'll go NHS. <laughs> Guys, um, we were wondering whether you wanted to meet some of our characters called the Aussie girls. Yeah, they're, they're Aussie girls, they're midwives, and um, they're, but yeah, they're basically like midwife agony aunts, aren't they? Yeah, they're filthy, so hold on tight. 
ודיין. היי גאיז, מי נאמס קלי. ואני תמי. כן, אנחנו כמה מדווייבס, אפשר להגיד, מלושין הוספיטל. ואנחנו כאן כדי לענות על כל השאלות שלכם, and otherwise. Right, so do you want to go first, Kelly? Who have you got there? Well, I've actually got an interesting question um, from someone on Mum's Net. Right. She goes by the name Juicy Boots. Uh-huh. And she wants to know, Kelly, Tammy, she wants to know, will my partner still be interested in me after I have a baby? Right. Do you want to go for this? You... Well, no, well, what do you think, Tammy? Well, I tell you what. The thing is, when you leave the hospital, you basically, you're going to feel and look like a bag of smashed crabs, right? But I think it actually does you a favour because you don't want to be touched. All your compartments are leaking. You know, you're crying, your boobs are leaking, your, your, your noo-noo's still leaking. You want to look like a dog. You don't want to be touched for at least six months. So actually, yeah. it's a blessing in disguise. What do you think? Well, actually, um, I mean, you say six months, but I mean, the thing is when you've just had a baby, you know, women just have a one-track mind and sadly that is not six, uh, sadly for him. And I think probably the next time he might get, you know, seeing to is when she's thinking about having the next baby, which is, you know, two to three years after that. Right. So, and of course he's thinking, I couldn't think of anything worse. This has been fucking shit. Right. But he will jump on that. Because that's his opportunity. Any chance he gets. Any, any chance he gets. Yeah. And so, um, yes, I, I suppose in short, um, juicy boobs, yes, your partner will be very much interested in you, but you will not be interested in him. Exactly. Juicy boobs, it doesn't matter what he thinks about you. You just need to look after your new cub. That's the main thing, babes. All right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Take care of yourself. Um. I got one here from Savannah in Bromley. Hey, Savannah, how you going? Um, how you going? How you going? This one said, oh, yeah, any tips for going to the loo after just giving birth? And she's written what? in parentheses V, not C. Okay, okay. So she's just obviously planning a vaginal birth. Yeah, vaginal birth. Vaginal birth. Okay, Savannah, honey, you won't be going to the loo, Okay. You probably have a bag attached. I mean, depending on whether you had an instrumental assistance or not, um, in which case the bag just takes care of it. Right. Yeah? So you just piss in through a... I mean, you know, you, you set these catheters up the whole time, don't you, Tammy? It's, it's a special skill. I do. I, I think what Savannah might be getting at is if she needs to go for a number two. And what, what I normally do for a number two when I'm actually helping and assisting, you know, women who have just given birth... I get those big sanitary towels, I run them under warm water and it's something to hold against your fanny when you're trying to go for it. The pressure, yeah. So the that pressure, you don't exactly. Because so, what you don't want is any sort of vaginal prolapse. Exactly. That's often what happens. And there are three types of prolapses you can have, ladies. So don't think it's, you know, limited to just the one. So it's really important that if you're going for a number two that you hold in the vagina and the urethra. Hold the stitching in. Hold the stitching and you will have stitching. Um, stitching time saves nine and all that. Um, equally, if you want to go for a wee, yeah. if you're just going for a number one, then you hold in the backside. Exactly. The, apply the pressure there. And what we're trying to avoid is A, a prolapse, and B, lifelong hemorrhoids. Okay. Keep in there, Savannah. You're going to have a great time. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is wonderful, motherhood. Okay, I think we'll that's all we've got time for. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Yeah, that's all we've got time for. I'm really hungry. Maybe can we get a Greg's? Yeah. 
Yeah, let's get a grade. So they got a vegan test. I really want to try it. Oh, yeah. Two for the price of two. What's your winner-winner, mate? My winner-winner, Shirley. Oh, I've got a good one. So um, my in-laws took my son for the first time in a very long time. Possibly, well, definitely this year. In months, 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 months. Years, perhaps. On Tuesday. So he spent the morning with his in-laws at their house because they had their vaccination over a month ago. And um, they just felt courageous and they were really up for it. And he had a great time. And it was just so nice to know that he was being looked after out of my grill. So I got a morning to sort of do my work, you know, undistracted. That was my winner winner. How about, so lovely. Yeah. How well, about yours? lucky to have grandparents. It, I am. Family. And you know what? I have to say this, Shirley. I genuinely think about that without getting too earnest. I do think about the fact that my my boy is very lucky to have grandparents because you know it's a it's a rare thing. Not necessarily rare, yeah, but it's they not, are special. It's not a rare thing. It's a special. But even thing. I will, I will, I wasn't just thinking because mine are both um, no longer with us. I mean, even my winning partner, her parents are in Devon. You know, it's very hard. They're just not nearby. There's no one nearby. Yeah, it's hard. We've got to rely on bubble, you know, and mannies and nannies and the like yeah and it's not the um, same I do appreciate it's not the same no because you just with family it's different you just feel a you know there's not a transaction no I there's not I didn't to save my money for other things those, um, those high those high corduroys are not going to pay for themselves they will not pay for themselves and they were not on sale oh, of course they okay. were cheap is cheap buy cheap buy twice well yes buy once buy nice your winner um, winner my winner winner I have to say are my Friday fence dates with the neighbours. You know, we sort of oh, we yeah. had a, a, a sort of friendship blossom with the neighbours. Not, they're not next door. They're down at the bottom of the garden and left. But we always find each other over the fence. And every Friday we get together. I've, I've got my, my fish and chips, you know, on the go. But we, you know, I hold that. And, um, yeah, we take out, they take out their own glasses. We take out the demi bear comes out, the demi bottle of champagne. And um, we, yeah, we just have a natter and it's just really nice to see people. That's in. really nice. Even in this Disney snow, do you go out? We, yeah, we go out. We put on our coats, we put on our hats. That's nice. Friday that is nights. nice. And I just thought, actually, and I, you know, I look, really look forward to them. I thought, Friday night. And he's, he's just, oh, gosh, he's, he's, he's one in a million. You don't get men like that. You don't, seriously. you're not around here. And he's, he's a publisher, so he gives us lots of book recommendations. Uh, she's great. And yeah, it's all, it's all good. That is nice. So that's my winner winner. Um, I thought I'm not going to be facetious. I'm actually going to say something that's actually quite nice. Dead duck, dead duck. Oh gosh. Um, so we walked to the shops the other day, which we never do. We never go into a shop. But I, um, we had to get out of the house, and we've been very weird about going out. So we went to the shops, and I said you can have whatever you like, but obviously only if it's from the Ella section. So of course he just goes over and picks up a bag of Monster Munch. He's never seen them before. Monster Munch, Monster Munch. He's never seen them before. And I said, oh, no, darling, you won't like those. He goes, I will like them. I said, but you really won't. I, t- I promise you, you won't like those. You will like these. And he just goes, I don't want those. I like these. I will like them. I will. Obviously, it's got a picture of a monster on them. Why and who like doesn't them? like a monster munch? And then and then as we go, and, I th- and it was a grab bag. You know, I thought this poor, the, the bag was bigger than him. So walking home, I thought the winning partner will not be impressed. Like a, so then I thought, well, I'm going to have to have one for every one he has. And I, as I was there, my eyes were just like rolling around. I have never tasted anything so amazing the pickled was it the pickled onion it wasn't no he picked the roast chicken which i don't really have i always go for the pickles um back in the day and he just looked up at me with the biggest smile he goes mummy they are so yummy i said aren't they son aren't they and he goes i want to come every day and get a bag and i go yes but we don't tell mummy about this and so we went home and i got rid of the wrapper in the bins outside and getting and then 
No wind harm again. So what did you do today? Goes, we went to the shops. I got I got some crisps. He goes, I got some crisps. What crisps did you have? They have a monster on them. Roast chicken. And she just looks at me, what? And I said, yeah, okay. We had a bag of monster munch. She goes, what are you doing? I said, listen, it was difficult. He didn't want anything else in the shop. He had them. They were so yummy. But I said, seriously, you've got to try a bag. They are amazing. Yeah, good for him. Good for you. So... I say dead duck, but in a way, it's my winner-winner too. Absolutely, winner-winner. My dead duck is the fact that my son came in for the first time the other night because it was so cold in his room because, you know, the heat's on and then he refuses to have the covers on and at three or four in the morning, we thought about six, we thought, okay, it's up time and then he started screaming. My unwilling willing went to go and get him and um, he just said, so sad. And I said, is it so sad? Why? He went, I'm freezing. And I said, oh no, are you? And his feet were like blocks of ice because he refuses to wear socks. It's so awful. So So I've done this before, but I've spent effing ages looking online for this sleeping bag snuggler suit that you get from. They they have a really good one from. But they don't have his size, three to four. So I got a really cheap one from Amazon that I'm still waiting for. But it's basically, it's like a sleep suit, but, you know, separate legs. And then what, you just put him in his legs with no blanket, or you put the blanket on top? No, you put, it doesn't matter if he's got a blanket on, because it's, it's basically like wearing a duvet. It's like a massive Michelin-star duvet with arms no, and I, legs. No, you know, no, that's no, what no, fully so... grown men wear at festivals, basically. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got the image, I've got the imagery. No, mine just said, I've got him, you know, in knitwear blankets, knitwear everything. But, but if he stays he's under, some... it's fine. But yeah, I know, but no, and then this Mammy Joe. Always knows exactly which mummy's going to come to him. Cover me. And I'm like, you're a joker. I just go sleepwalk in and then come back and just stay awake thinking about all the, th- all the, all the things I've done. All the things you could buy. All the things all you the haven't things bought. I have, that all the things I haven't bought and how am I going to make money to buy all these things and what... Oh, oh, I can think of all sorts of nonsense to keep me awake at night. But yeah, no, he just calls me in. He's so Oh, nonsense. no. See, see, my one, to be fair to my unwilling willing, I never go and get him. Once he was off my tired old tit, that was it. I that is that was it. I never That's, go and get that him. That is amazing. And in the morning, I never go. And he always calls for my my husband. Doesn't call for me. Yeah, but you you night. sleep like the dead. You sleep like the dead. But I'm tired. I tell you what, I'm tired. I don't stop. Anyway, I can't go on about this. We've been quite good at not moaning, and we can't go into this. Um. Well, thank you very much, Shirley. Well, thank you. Thank you. Always thank you very to much to our listeners. Um. We will be back. Sadly, we will be back. We will be back. <laughs> Keep tuned in. We will not be, I repeat, we will not be booking a holiday internationally or indeed domestically, but we will be back. <laughs> Thank you, Mabel Productions. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.